Hello, and welcome back to Carbomb Podcast, episode 418. Before the beginning of today's episode, we'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the overturning of Roe v. Wade by the United States Supreme Court. The members of Carbomb Podcast are deeply saddened by the horrific and unjust decision of the courts to remove women's fundamental rights. We stand with women in the United States and around the world whom lack access to the basic human right of health care and bodily autonomy. With all that being said, we have made the conscious choice to not discuss this topic in today's episode. We feel that many have already discussed this topic at great length, and we encourage you to discuss and show support to women in your life. We also encourage you to learn more through two important groups. In the United States, the Center for Reproductive Rights at reproductiverights.org, and in Canada, Action Canada for Sexual Health and Rights at actioncanadashr.org. Thank you. And now, back to the episode. Thank you, Emily, for that statement. Uh, Unfortunately, Emily couldn't actually make this episode, but we appreciate her putting a voice to all of our thoughts. On that note, following an actual serious topic, I don't really want to follow that with screaming and explosions, so we're just going to skip a theme song this week and get right into it. I am your host, Chris Truscott-Brown. Joining me today are whoever introduces themselves first. You do it, bitch. Uh, that would you know be what a host does, Chris. We're, that we're, would we're be... 418 episodes in, and you, you have no concept of what a host does. That would apparently. be Kieran and Jesse. Hello. Oh, it's been a while since both hi. of you have been on. Yeah, I think you been? so. I, I, think... I think we haven't been on at the same time since the episode that failed. Oh, yeah. Oh, the in-person one, where I talked about yeah. the crab! The crabbing! Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> Where everything becomes crap. I have a, I have a statement to make about okay. whenever we do these remote recordings and Kieran joins in is uh, Kieran does it on his bed on his laptop, mm-hmm. but he always frames it in the strangest way. We're <laughs> looking at a fifty percent of the frame. No, don't change it. Fifty percent of the tr- frame is Kieran, and then the other fifty percent is like the wall of his bed. Like it's he's it's trying like to do a sexy photo shoot. Denny Valenu, like frame. you're like, in. I don't know what you're doing, man. You're in Denny Valenu. <laughs> yeah. You're in sexy photo shoot pose. I'm in Sicario. That's my favorite of his. Really? Not Dune? I liked Dune, but I like Sicario more. That's fair. Pretty, pretty what intense. What enemy where uh, women become spiders? What was that? I don't know if I've seen that one. Uh, I think it's called Enemy. It's like Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm huh. doubting myself. Huh. one of his movies. Never heard of it. Huh. I don't know. Oh. Enemy. There's like a bunch of weird spider things that are like a, a metaphor. Listen, I'm I don't put effort into like my framing. I just literally, I'm like, oh, it's like seven fifty five, and I'm like, oh, the podcast is in five minutes. And yep. I run into my room and I put on my laptop in the most comfortable way. It is <laughs> works for me. You know, you look cozy with your. And with your to be fair, that's usually what Peter does. So, Peter's usually lounging in bed on his laptop as well. This, this is no simple toothpick. This is a hygiene dental pill. Oh, uh, like, uh, the, like the crazy yeah. ones or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm cool, but I'm also, you know, uh, mouth health conscious. Yeah. Plus, I, I, did, I did dental cleaning yesterday. Oh, that must mm-hmm. have been fun. How was that? It's fine, but like. Uh, here's the thing, I just went through, like, a year of dental... I don't know if I talked about this, but, like, I, for, like, ten years, didn't go to the dentist because I was just too fucking broke. And yeah, then, that's then Yeah, it's fucking expensive. Yeah, when I got into the union, or the guild for DTC, I had, like, dental benefits, so I was like, I should probably go do this, and uh, <laughs> I had a lot of shit to fix. Yep. And so, all of last year, basically every two or three months, I was having, like, a, a, a filling appointment, or something like that, so... Over the course of... And I own that this is partially yeah I, I can say like i i was a little too broke to go but i also was just neglectful of my my dental hygiene um mm-hmm. i had i think 13 fillings Oof. and then i had three teeth removed oh dang plus wisdom teeth they're like well if we're, if we're if we're knocking out and pulling teeth let's just fucking wholesale get them all out of there so i lost five yeah. teeth in one go oh so dang. the vac two on my 
back to bottom on my left side, right side, and the second back molar on my left side are gone. Hmm. And uh, I have an appointment next month to talk about implants. Yeah. It's crazy. I, like, I, I had to get my first fillings since I was, like, a kid recently. Like, I, I never got cavities for some reason, even though I wasn't, like, super teeth conscious or whatever. Uh, and there's, like, each filling is, like, 300 bucks. Yep. yep. Yeah. Well, I'm like, like, like to, to talk about it, so I had, again, essentially five, like, dental surgery, which is, like, a whole other nest of expenses. Like, fillings and <laughs> yeah. things are expensive. Fucking surgery's wild. Um, and, like, I was fully put under and all that stuff. And I was going to record a video of me being loopy after, and I was just fine, and I was super disappointed. Oh. <laughs> my, my mom picked me up. I was like, just film all the crazy shit I'm saying. And I came to, and I'm like, completely. So, like, I'm like, a no, Jesse after dentist. No, I was really sad. I, I was like, I wanted this to be, is this real life? Is yeah. this forever? Um, and you're not no, a good like, enough I, actor I, I to fake math. that. I did the math, and I think in the year of like dental work and fillings and everything like that, I probably had like 10 grand worth of dental work done. Oof, Jesus. And it, and it cost me, cause it was like deductibles and stuff like that, but it cost me probably 12 to 1500. It's bull. It's bullshit. Like, I, uh, can... get dental plans, people. <laughs> um, well, if you can, can, but also Jesse, Kieran, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Am I too hot? Uh, no, you're too quiet. Who just Jesse or Jesse me? is too quiet. Okay, I'll yeah, get rid of the mic. There you go. Maybe I'll just the gain on my end. Hold on. Is, is this any better? Yes. Is that better? I'm using a new microphone and I'm, and I'm playing with it. I'm not going to say what the microphone is because that might in itself be a spoiler. But mm-hmm. got a new microphone and I'm playing with it. Cool. Am I, am I better now? Is that way yes. more hot? That's... Are you hot and bothered by my voice? I'm bothered. But yes, that's better. I'm sorry okay. for that derailing, but... Oh, that's fine. Uh, brush it. your fucking teeth, I guess, is the, the moral yeah. of the story. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, you know, I'm never going to, like, run for office for anything, but if I did, it would be on the platform of crushing dentists and putting them in, like, under universal health care. Because I just know so many people, especially, like, older people who can't afford uh, to get their teeth cleaned or filled or whatever, and it, like, when, like, the problem becomes oh, yeah. super serious, it costs well, well... them, like thousands and thousands of dollars the reason i had teeth pulled so what happened is it was again like bottom molars and one of them was a former root canal and one of them was a like a cap that would put was put on right mm-hmm. and uh when i was this is just to show how bad it was and and there's like a, a, a kind of a dark part of the story as well but like um i very close back to back had those fail and fall out. Like, I think I was eating a toffee and the cap came off. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the root canal, I think just had another cavity that kind of like undermined it. And over time just kind of, um, caused it to fail. So essentially I had two shattered teeth in my mouth. That sounds lovely. Dang. But, but to fix them was bare minimum, like a thousand dollars. And I was, it was when I was working for Ford and like, I was just broke as shit and I was in debt and like, I, there was no fucking chance for me to do it. So yeah. I just had to live with a broken teeth and like, I would regularly mm-hmm. like cut up my tongue or like, it was just a common thing for me to be like, Oh, my mouth's bleeding again. Great. Yep. And the, the wildest thing when I got the teeth pulled was after like a decade of doing it, being like, Oh my God, I was in constant pain and I had just gotten like baseline mm-hmm. used to just the, the yeah. sense of ouch. Because I was like, wow, why is why is my jaw not as tense? Like, I, I realized that I was tensing my jaw all the time because I was bracing pain and stuff like that. And like, which I was like, wow, my jaw feels neck, more relaxed. Goes my teeth were head and every, like, everything. Just, and I was like, holy shit, I was just in, in pain shape. for 10 years straight. Yeah. Because I couldn't afford it. And like, the is fact that... Is that why you're again, such a hateful asshole? Are you going to be nice now? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Um, but it, it, to your point, like, it, it makes you realize that like, I got lucky where I... I, I pursued an industry and got into an industry where I have amazing benefits. Like the DGC medical benefits are mm-hmm. crazy as long as you're working. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very lucky that I, I could afford that, but like majority of people cannot. Yeah. And well, I mean, fucking tough it. starting next year, there's supposed to be a dental plan that the NDP like sort of forced the, as part of like a the government deal forced the liberal yeah. party to put through. That's like a means tested dental plan. So if you make under a certain amount of money, if you're like a senior, you you qualify for like okay. reduced dental, which would be good, be good if they do it. But we'll see. Yeah, 
Yeah. What a gov- a government saying we're going to do something and then well, not doing it. Well, liberals have had the liberals have had a dental plan on their like platform since like 1992. Yeah. yeah. Since like Just, literally I was born. In in your case, though, get Jesse, like any day now. It's not that was not cosmetic. Nobody could ever see that. That was just literal 10 years of chronic pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Nah, no, that's not covered. Like, yeah. excuse me? What? How is that not necessary? Well, and, and even, like, like my dental surgery, the reason, like, so, again, I had deductibles, and I say about 1500 probably a 1000 bucks was the surgery itself. Like, yeah. I think the operation itself was 30, like, just shy of four grand if, if I had, had to pay it out of pocket, and my, my dental covered, like, 90 or 80 percent of it or some shit like that i don't know what the math was um and most of what they didn't cover which is the most fucked up part if you really want to think of it they the they didn't part of it what they didn't cover was the 600 hundred dollar knock the fuck out juice and i was like that's that's optional the part where they were they again they took two wisdom teeth off the top of my mouth and the three bottom teeth they had to uh gr- put a bone graft in as well when they did it and the whole being awake part was optional, or like, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Like well, of the of I the thousand have... dollars I had to pay for that operation, six hundred of it was go the fuck to sleep. And that is necessary. Which uh, which for did, me... I, did I guys did I tell the story I had with the the guy like the anesthesiologist or whatever he's called? No. So apparently the whole like counting down thing is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just to put you at ease. Because mm-hmm. I was like, how far do people make it? And he makes jokes of like, oh, like it's, it's, they don't make it far because, um, you go to sleep when I put you to sleep. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's the counting down is just to ease you and relax you is to give you like the sense of control like, of counting down. I push Literally, the goodbye button whenever yeah, I want. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's like, you're like 10, nine, eight, Boop. and on 60 pushes the button and then you just, and you don't get to five. You just, yeah. you're just asleep. <laughs> you're just done. <laughs> Yeah, there's no like I'm really tough and I can like I can outlast it. I could I got tolerance. When, when Everybody the tries wants that. You go to sleep, you go to sleep. But contrary to that, like what seems to work like that in movies, but isn't the case. Chloroform will knock you out, but you need a good like 30, 40 seconds of solid oh, yeah. breathing. It. It's not this just from like this personal experience. Like yeah, on the face and out. Easier. Chris is like, can you believe it? I have to hold those people for forty seconds. They struggle the whole time. Exhausting. <laughs> that was the creepiest reaction you could have had. You didn't say anything, and you just went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That Speaking of, of like weird kidnappings, um, <laughs> have you guys watched the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie on Disney Plus? Yes, it's I better I, than I thought. Like it, I it's literally good. found out about it. I saw a preview like the day before it launched, so I hadn't heard anything about it. But I started seeing like you know those silent trailers that sort of play in the background while you're on a website. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the banner ads or whatever. Yeah. So I don't remember what I was reading, but just in the background, I saw it's like, oh, Chip and Dale, is that a thing? Like, are they bringing it back? But then I noticed, wait, hang on. Why is one of them traditional animation and one of them CG? And wait, why on earth is, like, ugly Sonic there? Like, wait, 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 wait. Is that old fat Peter Pan? <laughs> like, yeah. like the whole, what is the whole happening? movie is just like like the modern version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And it's even basically Rabbit a sequel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like it's like the whole like in LA tunes mixed with the real world and like the seedy underbelly of Hollywood with cartoons. Yeah. Including and a, the and a weird human trafficking subplot. Yeah. Or like, plot line. It's Speaking really of dark. human trafficking, I don't want to get too far into it, but R. Kelly got She's like, let's not talk years. about my, my night job. No, yeah. I want to oh, talk yeah, about going R. Right. Kelly got 30 years, and he's still facing two more trials, so hopefully there's enough to put this piece of shit away for the rest of his life, because... I think uh, Ghislaine or Ghislaine Maxwell got 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I saw... And... My, I, was so, I was so afraid, not to get into politics here, but fuck it, um... When I saw an article a couple days ago where it's like she was suddenly put on suicide watch and I was like, fuck off. I mean, fuck could still off. happen. 
I mean, I she's the first person to be guilty of human trafficking for someone. But who? Never say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily for R. Kelly, um, pedophiles, they get treated well in prison. Yeah, I mean, I, here's the thing, I don't want to wish anything on, on anyone, and like the and injustice within the prison system is not, it's bad. But, he got 30 years, I don't see him making the 30 years on two stances. The whole pedophile thing usually does not go well in prison. The other thing is, uh, someone wants to be the guy that killed R. Kelly. Yeah. Someone absolutely wants to be like, I'm the one. That shanked him, but I mean, using or is he is he going to go to like a nice prison, like a fancy ass rich person prison? Yeah, you never know. I don't think so. Like, is he going to anyway. get out in like thirty years and be best friends with Snoop Dogg? I don't know. Anyway, um, sorry to derail that, but yes, the Chippendale movie really liked it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil, but my favorite joke is the um, the many many the scene with a lot of Seth Rogen in it, and I, I'll, I'll just say it like that. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's that was pretty great. Such a good joke. Such a good think, joke. Didn't we already talk about this on an episode? We did, but on? Jesse wasn't. I've, I've been gone for sorry. I've been gone for a while. I've been working my ass off. My um, oh, but Mr. Worker over here. But yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. too much of a spoiler. <laughs> Seth Rogen voices a character, and at one point, like six characters that Seth Rogen voiced all show up and start offering opinions on something. And then it's all start laughing at the same time, but like it's all like <laughs> syncopated and off time with each other, so it's like the Seth Rogen laugh layered on top of each other. It's Did you know, um, I don't know if you've seen any of the, uh, the news articles on this, but originally, according to the early storyboards, the role of Ugly Sonic in the, like, rejected characters convention, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was actually supposed to be George Banks at first. Oh, that makes sense. That would have been Sonic pretty good. More hot, yeah. Yeah. Who but voiced Ugly like... Sonic? Actually, because that was not Ben Schwartz. No, I would like to see Ahmed Best get to do Jar Jar again. I'm just looking up the Rescue Rangers movie yeah. cast. Okay, so that was Flula Borg as the Snake DJ. Okay, that makes sense. Who? Uh, Flula Borg. Uh, he was Javelin in the Suicide Squad. He's oh, like okay. a German comedian. Yeah. Oh, he's German, so I can make fun of his name. Thank God. <laughs> Lula Borg. Lula Borg? Come on. That's like a German, like the closest thing they have to a comedian, like messing with the rest of us. It Did was. You find it? Oh my God, it was Tim Robinson, was Ugly Sonic. Oh, wow. From like, nice. I think you should leave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's too bad Sonic was in yelling about the tables. <laughs> <laughs> tables but yeah beautiful show it was a lot better than it had any right to be um yeah i mean like like one of I my favorite jokes really i just watched it take oh sorry one, one of my favorite jokes is i don't i don't necessarily want to give context because this is more of a spoiler but uh at one point Gadget manages to just throw together a working airship in her workshop, right. and then sarcastically, because the premise is the Rescue Rangers are characters that these people are playing, so they're not actually those people, and then Gadget just wave, hand waves away that plot hole. She's like, huh, I guess I really am exactly like the character I played. Weird. And then they just go on. I just like that they gave uh, Zipper voice actor Dennis Haysbert which is like the <laughs> yeah. most deep badass voice ever I almost I, I looked it up but I almost thought when he first started talking that it was um ah now I'm blanking on the name but um Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine just because of the Sandberg connection oh uh, Andre Brower yeah I thought it might have been him but then I was like no that doesn't quite no, sound he's, he's the president from 24 yeah <laughs> anyway Jesse. Yes. Has been a while since you've been on. Yeah, you wanted think, to talk think, about I, your oh, birthday. Was, on, was the last was the last episode I was on the Extra Life Extra like United episode? Has it been that long? Probably. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. What but, did you ask me? I glazed over that. <laughs> uh you wanted to talk about your birthday. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I I had a birthday. 
uh, we wrapped. That happens. <laughs> uh, we were shooting a movie at the time, and, and so we were shooting until like midnight-ish on the 24th, so then it leaped over my birthday, and then uh, as film is wont to do, everyone's alcoholics, and we everyone just bought me booze, and I drank till like 6 in the morning, uh, as and you then do. I went to bed. Um, but then I went and saw Deepak uh, perform uh, with the Wentworth School at nice. the Colonial Community Theater, and uh, it was wild because it was like a bunch of students that would come, come up and play a song, and it was a bunch of different student bands because Wentworth was doing this like 30th yeah. anniversary of their, their music school show. Wentworth is like a local um, music store, but they also do like a music school yeah. thing. And uh, Deepak recently had just to up his singing game, uh, just started taking lessons. Hmm. And then uh, he incidentally was like, oh, well, I'll audition for the, the concert and see what I get. And he got lead on a song. He's like, oh, that's cool. And then the song was Take Me to the Captain by Prism. Mm -hmm. uh, and then apparently the original guitarist for Prism just lives in Okanagan Falls. So he just came out and played the show with Deepak. Wow. So Deepak performed with an original uh, Prism song with an original member of Prism. So that watching that was pretty cool. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. I have gotten uh, so I, to I, not with Wentworth, but with the similar voice lessons that I used to go to. Um, same thing. There was some concerts. I have gotten to perform with a band a few times before. Yeah. Never with an original band member. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a certain that's level of crazy. coolness. Um, and so I, I saw him. Like, I didn't stay for the whole show. I, I basically, he was like the sixth performance in or whatever like that and i just i bounced because then i i was going to go to karaoke with some friends mm -hmm. uh at the packing house and kieran lives like five feet away so i was like hey you should come too uh it was Ooh. like a, I, I don't like birthdays that much i don't do much for them so i was just like it was just some work friends that were already going for drinks and then kieran was two feet away so i invited him mm -hmm. and oh. it was karaoke night and uh it it was a good karaoke night it started off with a bunch of bunch of super old people singing the most like crazy 1940s and 50s country like just the <laughs> slowest saddest shit nice did um, you go up me yeah yes i went up and sung a bunch of stuff I think jesse went up almost the most oh yeah well i i again I'll it say was his vague. birthday yeah i did i'll say vague here uh, i sang a lot of a particular artist uh mm -hmm. as practice okay um well received yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. And then I, I tried to sing "Man in the Box" by Alice in Chains, and nope. that one did not go well. No, nope. I could have told you that. Um, but then I, I basically peer pressured the rest of the group into going up. Um, Kieran was the most receptive. Kieran was like the the fuck it, I'll go up. Uh, yeah, I'm not did, scared. You did. Oh, we'll get to the group the group performances, but you did two songs solo, right? I but, did "Rocket Man" and then. Uh, I did. I dreamed a dream from Les Mis. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You Susan uh, boiled it. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, how did you do? Yeah, she did pretty Ooh. good. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, did, like, did like, you go like, full falsetto or did you drop? No, no, he did his okay. own no. his own thing. Yeah, that's that's why I was like, he did good because like I'm not gonna smoke up your ass and be like you should you should be performing Les Mis. So I'm not gonna tell you that. Well, Les Mis. I mean, I dreamed a dream isn't sung in falsetto. It's sung well, by a it woman. It would be but... falsetto for you, is what I'm saying. He sang within his range, I guess is okay. what I what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. It sounded good. Um but then Kieran, uh... at at some point, uh I don't want to get into it right now. Oh. But I I have this fantasy casting for uh one day more for all the car bomb crew. <laughs> Wait, well now I need to know who I am. Uh, I don't remember all the names, but you're the leader of the rebels. Okay, yeah, Andrelas. Yeah. Um, and so then we started going into group performances, mm -hmm. and uh, I came back from. I went to the washroom, and I guess a bunch of people got called up. And as I come back, you were just getting called up. And it was Kieran, <laughs> Jacob, and uh, my second AD for the show was on Matt. Uh, got called up and they started singing and they dedicated it to me and revealed to the entire bar that it was my birthday, which was a great fun because then the karaoke you host made up and sing happy birthday to me, which I fucking hated. Uh, um, yeah. That's like, uh, cruel and unusual. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And then uh, they sang... I, don't, I can't remember the exact title of the song. Is that I Want It That Way? Is that just the name of the yeah. song? Yeah, that that's what it is. Yeah, so... Tell three me men... Why. 
with various levels of flatness <laughs> serenaded me with the song and it was beautiful and I thank you guys for it. Mm-hmm. That sounds glorious. But we weren't we weren't the most fun part of the night. No, the the two stars there's three people singing the song, but the two stars of the show were these two women who had never done karaoke before by their own admission. <laughs> and went up That's and sang Short sign. Dick Man. <laughs> I had never heard this song before, so it was it was a revelation to me. Chris, you're familiar with oh. this, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. And then they started chicken out to the karaoke host. She came in and also start and just fucking committed with this Harley Quinn-esque accent of like Yeah, like New York. Like, we don't want no, no short dick, dick man. man. And like fucking man. committed and it was amazing. It was yeah. That 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 was karaoke. I was like you know, like I was like, now this is karaoke. Yeah. Well, so Karen, your whole stance, like, what was your your opinion of like what good karaoke is? So, I mean, there are layers of karaoke. Yeah. There's the worst is someone goes up, doesn't go for it, and is bad. Yes. Yeah. So just someone who just like is lazy and just goes (laughs) up and kind of like well, not lazy, like doesn't shy, shy, like shy. Just don't bother. Don't bother. Then yeah. the next layer, I'm gonna just do three tiers. You could like divide them up more if you want to. There, the next layer is I miss, but yes. The the next one is you go up, and you're into it, and you do well. Like that's this is where I'd place Jesse. He he sings well, and he's into the songs. He's not a shy boy. But then the top tier, top tier is you go up and you're super into it, but you're terrible. And that's that's what karaoke is all about. That's the essence. So, so there, there's a bottom tier oh. uh, below the shy person. I think which your is, listing is correct. There's a fourth yeah, tier that you missed, yeah. which is you're super into it, but you know you're fucking amazing. And you've come to the stage yeah. to jerk off. Yeah. And it's the people who are like, oh, I'm a professionally trained opera singer, and I'm going to sing My Heart Will Go On and impress the entire crowd. And it's like, why are you here? No yeah. one cares. We're we're eight pitchers into the cheap chitty beer, and no one cares that you're an amazing singer. If you're amazing, you have to pick a song that's like even difficult for you. Yeah. But yeah. or you just don't go up, you know, or you go up with I... friends and you like sing back up. Speaking, it's of... not for, karaoke's not for you. Yeah. If you're amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of, um, because you were talking about short dick man with. I was going to say, speaking of short dick man, but that's actually the segue, okay. uh, Like, with a Harley Quinn voice. I saw once somebody performed uh, My Neck, My Back. My God, yes. uh, But they did it I know what I'm doing next time, Kieran. (laughs) They did it in basically what I can only describe as a 40 years of cigarettes and heroin uh, crack whore voice. My neck. Yeah, my back, basically. My pussy and my crack. She was, she was great. Was it like Lemmy was singing it? Oh my yeah, god, that's Basically, great. but this was like... This was a... She didn't look the part. Like, she looked perfectly normal and sounded perfectly normal, but then just like started doing that character to do that song, and it was pretty Ooh. amazing. What was the one dude, Kieran, that like was kind of like that. Like, he just had, like, a a, a damaged voice. Oh, I don't remember what song he said. But he was one of the guys I who, like, he went for it, and were like, this is yeah. great. I yeah. had... Yeah. I, I saw this was... um This was during Matt's oh, uh, bachelor party. Oh, I remember. It was... Sorry, sorry. It was it was Eminem's uh, I Love the Way You Lie. And That was karaoke... that guy. There was another guy, though. But the I Love the Way You Lie guy was great. The, the karaoke... It was just, like, white rapper, man. Yeah, the karaoke host was singing the, the Rihanna part, and she's really good yeah. at singing. And then she was uh-huh. just, just fucking he's going just like, with Eminem, but he's off time, and he's not really knowing what to do. And so to hear someone, like, butcher a verse, and then a clean vocal come through for the harmonies was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, just got so funny. This was one... Uh, during Matt's bachelor party, in fact, um, where we put him in drag and made him sing all-star uh but there was a guy he had a really gravelly like almost a tom waits kind of voice but what's he building in there but he uh he sang uh hard to handle and really pulled it off yeah like pulled it off really well it Mm. sounded great 
I feel there's much less in my in my karaoke experience. People have much less success doing like rap songs. Yeah, like it's almost always never as entertaining, and they're always worse. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good pick. Like the only thing I've ever done karaoke that I'm like okay at, and I feel like is entertaining enough in terms of like rap is um. What I got by Sublime, but I feel like that's more singy still, uh, right? Like I, yeah, I haven't witnessed it, but have haven't you told me you've done handlebars? Oh, I've done handlebars too, but what yeah. I'm saying is like like no one's really into it. Yeah, like like in like no one's super into it. Whereas like Sublime is still like a, like singy enough that people can kind yeah. of ride along to it. Um, and also handlebars is just a downer song. I don't get why people do downer songs at karaoke. Like I yeah. get there's the emotional side of it, but like I don't need your trauma. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I've got like, enough of my own. Thanks. Like when I, when I go up and like, let's like, if I sing like, okay, obviously like favorite band, like if I sing like Metallica, I don't do fade to black, which is a song about killing yourself. I just don't do it. I do like fuel mm. or like memory remains or something like fuel, that. Right. That's how the guitar goes. Yeah. If you're going to do a sad song, it has to be like a bat, like a ballad. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah. Like, 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 I mean. Trying to think of like a sad I'd song like to see somebody in all seriousness try to do Everybody Hurts. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> that, that... Everybody hurts. But try to like 100% commit and not do it ironically. Someone mm. did, um. Oh god, what song was that? Someone did a super downer song that night at Karaoke, and I cannot remember what it was. It was, yeah. it was almost like a like a it wasn't hurt by Johnny Cash, but it was something like that. Someone did do hurt by Johnny. It was hurt. Cash. Okay, it wasn't hurt then. Yeah. Well, no, there was another one, but someone did do hurt by Johnny Cash. Yeah. Uh, Which is like, I mean, it's a good song, but it's a good man, song. It's, just, it's I, not I, a good karaoke for, song. Not for a karaoke. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I, I will say there was a thing that the last movie I was working on, the director, she was really uh, like high energy and wanted to have a fun set, so she would have a little Bluetooth speaker and like during long camera setups would just have music playing as mm-hmm. opposed to just like the dead quiet working him set and at some point pearl jam came on and the dp started doing a like a pearl jam impression and then it it escalated into everyone just regressing and becoming eddie vetter <laughs> and like not pronouncing consonants or g's or something like that so it'd be like my my go-to pearl jam song isn't even their song but um Eddie Vedder's cover of Last Kiss. That's kind of my go-to. Like, well, oh, welcome, baby. <laughs> yeah. Mine's like, <laughs> Yeah, that one too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this turned into a whole long topic on karaoke. Yeah. Well, karaoke's... Um, well, here's the thing. No, I'll, I'll talk about this because, like, I started going karaoke again pretty regularly a couple months ago. And it was just because, like, it was gone for two years. Like, yeah. it just wasn't a thing that, because COVID, like, it wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like, it's been, I don't know if, if if it was always this good or it's just better now because people are more excited to do it because they were deprived of it now. But, like, it just felt, like, that felt like a pretty fun karaoke vibe for the whole bar, I felt like. Yeah, it was like, after, like, the, the the old people who were singing, like, well, my sweet is gone, been gone for 34 years. Like, after yeah. those people left. Yeah, it got really fun. I did perform yeah, like uh, Digging yeah. Up Bones once. Digging Up Bones, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't done karaoke since before the pandemic started. Oh, um, Kieran. So, yeah. You're now obliged to tell a story that you have oh, not told right, right. people. And you just casually brought it up at karaoke as if this is just <laughs> a thing. And everyone was like, excuse me, what the fuck do you mean? So you went to a karaoke bar one time, right? Yeah, so speaking of karaoke, this is the karaoke episode. Mm-hmm. Um, a time I had uh, endeavored <laughs> to do karaoke previously. It's this going to be the that... karaoke version of Carbon Podcast, where it yeah, will be yeah. silence and you can fill in your own podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kieran. Chris, you're not prepared in the background. Chris, I, I'm not um, insultingly. I need you to just... Sit back and be quiet for the next couple minutes, because mm-hmm. the, the story this man's about to weave, you are not anticipating. <sighs> oh, this is when I was in Indonesia. Of course. Um, after working in, in Bangladesh, I went to Indonesia. I was in Jakarta for a few days. 
with two of my friends. Uh, oh, and another um, guy who I didn't know, but was like friends with them. Um, and uh, but he didn't come along for that night. Uh, so my two friends, who this is important to note, were relatively devout uh, Muslim women. Um, uh, we were just sitting around, and they were like, "Are you guys frozen?" Oh no, I just we're just watching. Okay. I know you're used to being okay. interrupted, so it's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, "What's happening?" I don't. <laughs> this is weird. Um, Here, I'll keep yeah. drinking. So my friends were like, "Kieran, we're bo- we're bored. Uh, find a karaoke place, you know, like." Karaoke is popular in a lot of like places in Southeast Asia. Pretty common, lots of places. Uh, find a karaoke place for us to go to tonight. We wanted to sing some songs at karaoke, and I was like, okay, okay. Uh, and I got on my phone and I just did like a quick Google for like karaoke places near me. Um, and I see one that has like four point six stars. Uh, that's like two three blocks away from the hostel we're staying at. And I was like, sure, uh, guys, let's go to this place. Seems to have good ratings, pretty close by. A lot of the other ones were a bit farther. We didn't really want to take like a cab or anything. Um, so we head out and, uh, you know, walk there. Mm-hmm. And we open the door to the karaoke place, which is not, you'll see in a second, not guarded at all. There was like some people standing outside, but they didn't stop us. We, I opened the door. And it was a karaoke place, but the first thing I see is wall-to-wall naked people fucking. Uh, and then I notice a naked man on stage by himself singing a song. Oh, so it's a karaoke orgy. Yes. It is the combination of a sex party and karaoke. So in the background, there was one man singing a song in Indonesian that is sad and slow. Not the vibe at all, <laughs> and just otherwise every configuration of people having sex you can imagine all around the room in like different corridors on different surfaces um healthy uh, expression of it just <laughs> intimacy it's like my my two friends immediately screamed and like ran out well, uh, but i was yeah that, I was that's like, very offensive to them if they're devout muslims yeah, like that that's yeah. not okay and i was like oh come on come on guys Alan <laughs> would want this <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't read the reviews, uh, right, so right. that was on me. Was it I like? I guess it was highly rated for being like a good place to sexy have an karaoke orgy. night, or was that like the theme of the place? Or was I this think like it was a the theme event? of the place. Yeah, huh. I, I can't I think, think of was... a worse combination of things. It's, of like it's a bad combo: group fucking and karaoke. Because it was like it was not good karaoke. It was a sad song, and it was just one naked guy who was fully the, hard the only, on stage. The only benefit I can see of that is like if someone does so bad, and you're like, "Well, now at least I get to hate fuck them." Like, like at least, yeah. like, like, you know, you know, yeah, whatever. Imagine just being like a regular karaoke person going there and being like, "Maybe I'll go. I'll do so good. People will want to have sex with me." <laughs> But that's not what they're there. It's just a weird combo to combine that, those two things. Like, yeah. just have a sex club and play yeah. music. Yeah, Don't yeah, have yeah. a weird guy being like with a boner singing a sad song. Like, if you're having like, if you're having group sex, yeah, presumably you're okay with people watching you. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah, is everybody? Like that's a decent assumption. Maybe not always. Everybody's yeah. kind of watching each other, and like the fact that it's a group thing is why everyone's there. Yeah. Even if you're comfortable with a bunch of people just jerking it while watching you have sex, even then, I'm still uncomfortable with somebody staring intently at me having while I'm having sex, and they're singing. Yeah. Like, that makes <laughs> it so suddenly weird. not okay. And, and so you said the song he was singing was, was in Indonesian, so you didn't know. But let's yeah. use the English equivalent of what I presumed he was singing, which was like, all around me are familiar. Yeah, he was doing like that or like closing <laughs> time. <laughs> closing time. But like, who's who's having an orgy and is like, you know what this is missing? <laughs> Amateur singing. Flat notes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you wait? I just want to imagine the kind of person who goes there for the group sex and is like, oh, I'm too shy to go up and do karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, I That's could never so embarrassing. I could never what if I what if I failed? What if my voice cracks? Oh yeah. my god! Or what if you was... are so bad you have been banned from every karaoke bar in town, and then they're just like, these people will accept me. 
Or worse, or worse, you go to the karaoke bar and you sing, and then no one wants to. Fuck Everyone you. stops. They like <laughs> stop having sex. All, and all sex like, stops. And just like, what you need to, you need to stop. Also, That's like my new goal. I want to like. Hold on. There's a whole. I want to go for it so of. hard and be so bad that they all stop. Okay, now we're overthinking this, but there's a whole layer that I've not thought of here that, like, presumably, everyone else is making noise during the fucking between the slaps and the moans. Mm-hmm. So you're you're yeah, singing, yeah. and there's just sex noises that was on top of that, which is just an awful cacophony. It's of messing noise. with your rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, like like you I'm know, on it's like, not, one, like they're not two, clapping. Three, four, one, two, three, four. But someone's like one, two, three, four, one, and two, and three, and four, and one. They're not like, going in time. No, like, everyone's not. got a different time signature. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it'd be like singing at, like, a Tool concert, I imagine. <laughs> but maybe if you were good enough as a singer, you could get them all on the same rhythm. Ooh. Like, you're, like, doing like you're war, like, war Pigs, it's like, da-na, and then everyone's, like, fucking, like... Yeah, you, like, get them all into the rhythm. Like, you, like, pan... Generals gathered in the masses. Da-na! Good. You're going to put that all as a background next playing, time you have like, sex, I feel, like, you? I feel like to a degree, people might fall in line with the rhythm. So you would actually have, like, group sex, but everyone in sync, which is even a weirder thought now. Yeah, We're overthinking weird. this horrible concept. Yeah, the more, no, the I, more I, I talk just, about this... Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> this should have been thought yeah, about. I don't like, think any of breaking, Yeah, when, we're, when you're breaking ground on this building, and be like, what should we do? These are the conversations as a business owner you should have had beforehand. Yes. <laughs> But it was highly rated, so... Yeah. I, I, here's the thing. You didn't stay to find out, so maybe no. maybe they got great daiquiris or something. I don't know. I just kind of <laughs> looked around for like a minute, and I was like, wow. That's a just whole a lot place. of dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a question, and this yeah. is a weird one, but like the clientele, mm. were they generally attractive? Or was this just a like a weird, gross sex? Some movie? of them. It, okay. But there was like a mix. Like, it yeah. was, I, there was I, a range. I, I, have, I, I didn't like do... It was a quick survey, but like yeah, from yeah, my yeah. memory, there were people who I was like, mm. and there were people who I was like, mm. yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Obviously, I have no personal experience, but that's what I've heard is in most swinging groups, you're very much going to find a mix between like, holy hell, how are these people so attractive and what are they even doing here versus ah, well, that person. The, here's like, you, you want the psychology of it. It's like typically... The reason that it's having is people who are open to group sex are inherently turned on by it, and so they don't give a shit with each other. Like they yeah. found a group of people that they can have group sex with, which they can't always find. So yeah. like you both get you both swing higher and lower your your standards per se because you're now because really the factor you're looking for yeah. isn't really physical as much as mindset. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, I'm gonna go back there just for the karaoke and just like remain fully like, clothed. I was just like, if you just if go you, up, is there a dress, dress code? The like, will they not allow you in mic. with clothes on? I mean, they let me in. I don't know if they expected me to like disrobe. I didn't stay to find out. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. If you were with people that weren't offended, would you would you undress and stick around? No. No, the vibe was way. Yeah. Sorry, I'm uh, things are lagging. Am yeah. I lagging to you guys? A little bit, but it's. All but good. I heard that the vibe was, and yeah. I, I filled in the gap that not good. Yeah. Yeah, the vibe was way too weird. I was I was uncomfortable. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. And so, also, one of the only white people there, so it felt even weirder. Yeah. Um. There's, unless there's more, but I think we've kind of exhausted that. No. Um, there is one thing Peter wanted me to bring up. Peter's always the one that, uh, brings up the wrestling stories, but he's not here. But actually, last Sunday, uh, Jamie and I went to Peter's house, and she and I, along with Peter and his roommate, we watched the AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling crossover, The Forbidden Door. (laughs) And... I won't go into the details of everything that happened because Peter went very in-depth last week talking about the thing that we were about to watch. So if you listened to last week, you know the whole lineup. Um, So instead, I wanted to share my new appreciation and understanding of wrestling. I've never been against it 
but I haven't really paid much attention to it for like 15, almost 20 years. I don't remember, but I remember the last time, and even then this wasn't regular and frequent, but the last time I would tune into wrestling to see what was going on like once or twice a week was kind of in the midst of uh, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin's feud. Like, So that's yeah. a long time ago. And I always liked that the kayfabe and, and the story aspect of it, but I have a much bigger appreciation now for the quote-unquote fighting, which, of course isn't fighting at all but when people say wrestling is fake like I hate that because it's not it's just it's not fake it's just choreographed like some of the things like I know obviously when you get a like from the stands it might look better but when you're right up in there on a close-up camera somebody punching three inches away from someone's face you can tell it's not a real punch. Doesn't matter. That's just part of the narrative. But when you bounce off the ropes and you take a flying leap and put both boots into the other guy's chest, I don't care how much he will jump back from that and how much you will he pull back. That's gonna fucking hurt. But well, we, the, we've had Colin. Have we had Colin on the podcast or just? I uh, I don't think we've had him on. Anyways, but he's a friend but, of mine. Colin Cutler is like in the local wrestling scene, and he had to stop for a little bit because he just kept on having. Uh, tissue damage and concussions and it's just just from taking the falls not them going badly just from doing the job it's a brutal like you've got to be very fit uh but also what impressed me most because i just have a better understanding of this from again like say 20 years ago i didn't really pick up on this but i would always say correct from people saying wrestling is fake and say no wrestling is scripted i don't even think it's all that scripted i just think this is it it's almost it's like an acrobatic performance but actually the comparison that i made is watching this this is since i have done some dancing lessons and just dance really what's that it's interpretive dance, really. Yeah, but it's they have a general idea of how it's going to go, but it's not even we're going to do this move and this move and this move. It is an athletic improvisation, and you can see the tells and the signals. Like, each time they're sort of sizing each other up, there's like, okay, I'm going to grab you here, I'm going to flip you here. And, like, there's just there's such a communication and a trust between those two. And also... I I really like because I didn't quite understand this um, way back in the day, but I like the amount of pins and two counts before kickout because I'm understanding now that basically that's a nonverbal like, bro, you good? You got a bit more in you, or are you like, are you done? And it's like, it's not. It's not like the script says okay, three almost pins and then it's over. It's like they want to go as long as they can to make an entertaining thing. So it's basically they kind of take turns like, okay, one guy does twice and then the other guy does one. And they're taking turns with like, you you want to call it or you got more in you? And, and they're just choosing at that point whether they want to kick out or not. So that sort of aspect of it, I really got a good appreciation of that, which I never really caught on to before so i, I mean, thought there's, that there's was a awesome. reason it's lasted as a as an entertainment form for 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 so long yeah right? i mean like like what we consider wrestling as its current form like 70s or 80s it was really the inception of that like in the current like flashy uh you know crazy characters type of yeah. thing i don't That's know like if this years. is an evolution of this type of entertainment or simply, I was mostly familiar with WWE and its various offshoots. This was AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. So there were a lot of 
differences in tone, but I don't know if that's because it's different companies or it, just I mean, an a large, large part is different companies. Um, yeah, and, and evolution to a degree. Like it's, it's you can say the same thing with like film or any sort of narrative storytelling. Yeah, is there's the the sense of one upmanship plus like you got a new new shit, right? You gotta you yeah. gotta mix it up. Otherwise, people get bored and stale. And uh, or the, you could be like, oh god. Anyways, no, we're not going to that um, McMahon thing. The the other thing that I took away from that that I wasn't aware of before is I have a new man crush in Orange Cassidy. Oh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, love that guy. That's that's who I was trying to when we did uh, actually. That's who I was trying to replicate with my douchey fucking jacket. Uh, and, yeah. I loved Orange Cassidy. Uh, for those not aware, he he just does a like casual just super douche basically but in an adorable sense uh he started the match with his hands in his pockets and he spent the first yeah. 30 minutes of the match without taking his hands out of his pockets um hang on his whole character said he's like an anime right? thing where he like takes his hands out of its pockets no, it's getting serious i'm just gonna show you yeah i mean kind of yeah but i'll show you um a picture of Orange Cassidy here, here, just so you understand, like the character of this guy. I looked it up. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, but that's pretty funny to have like a power up mechanic. Like he took his hands out of his pockets. Oh, so that's like well, when someone I mean, like finally unsheaths or unwraps well, their katana. Like, like that's that's like that's what Hulkamania was. Is him going yeah. Super Saiyan? That was a thing. Is like once he's entered Hulkamania, mm. you cannot harm him. That was a that was a plot point. Like he's just he's it's like a it's like a, a Norse berserker, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to I can't remember I'll see him with his hands the guy he in was his pockets. Up against. Very cool. What a what a good gimmick. Peter's gonna be so disappointed. In I mean, me. Oh Peter. Peter, don't be disappointed. Chris is doing his best. I can't By the remember. way, not 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 to be annoying, I'm just curious because I I don't know. How long have we been recording for? I'm just curious. Uh, fifty-one minutes. Almost an hour. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I probably have to jump off around nine. Oh, uh, Will Osprey. That's who it was. So, okay. Orange Cassidy was against Will Osprey. That was my favorite match of the whole thing, because because of how douchey and I'm not too familiar with Will Osprey, but I, from my understanding, this isn't typically his character. But just in response to Orange Cassidy. Will Osprey was like full on like douching up to eleven, and at at one point, uh, when he had Orange Cassidy pinned and held, he stuck his hand in Orange Cassidy's pocket, and I was like, "That's pretty oh fucking incredible." Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, I had a great time, and I probably won't make a habit of it, but definitely I will enjoy watching more wrestling. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Who wrote Delightful. Arcade? That's the last oh. one of today's uh, topics. So I, so I, I um, I bought another arcade machine. The same one or a different one? No, I have the same arcade machine what? now. <laughs> like the actual classic one? The four-player beat 'em up one. Yeah. It's um. Where did you get it? Right Where did there. you get it? Okay, so you have one is like a many games custom. Yeah, so one arcade, of them I right? have it's from they're both arcade one up, um, but I have one it's the Mortal Kombat two cabinet, but it's the Midway Legacy one, so it's got Mortal Kombat one, two, three, and then nine other games which are Gauntlet, Root Beer Tapper, Paperboy, Tubin, um Rampage, um, Defender Joust, Bubble, and like one other one that I can't remember. And then I bought the Simpsons machine, which has the classic four-player Simpsons beat 'em up game, and also Simpsons bowling. Nice. And and so these were the two like nostalgia arcade machines. Like these were what I like Mortal Kombat and the Simpsons, what I played all the time at Scandia. So I'm good now for my nostalgia bait. I don't I don't need more arcade machines, but nice. I, I also didn't have to to get them. Hello, Peter. Literally, uh, it is apparently impossible to talk about wrestling and not have Peter not just summon him. show was, up. Yeah. Like I said, Beetlejuice three times. If you say wrestling, yeah. 
How's my quality? It's probably terrible. That's fine. Okay. okay. Again, just like Kieran, you have questionable framing choices, but... <laughs> what? <laughs> I've got Mine's it slammed on my legs. Look at this. It's even worse. You're like you're lifting it up now. So to give context, Peter's in the bottom third of his frame. <laughs> There's so much headroom above it. I'm thinking more about what my max neck is headroom, doing. In fact, did you just make my a neck is trying to escape script? from the rest Obviously. of my body? Um, but yeah, Peter, I covered my newfound appreciation of wrestling and revealed my brand new man crush on Orange Cassidy. Uh, if you have anything that you want to add about... He was like, he was like God, I wish those were my hands in his pockets. Yep, absolutely. Um, but I did just kind of go I'd over... i never take them out. Uh, Peter last week covered all the like sequence of events of The Forbidden Door. But after thoughts on watching it with Jamie and I, who haven't watched wrestling for years... We're about to wrap up, but since you're here, do you want to add some thoughts? I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, it's a toss-up for me between the Orange Cassidy-Will Ospreay match and the um, uh, um, Claudio Castagnoli and um, Zack Sabre Jr. match. That one was Those are probably good. my matches of the night. The main event was pretty good, but it's like after those two matches, it still kind of felt like... Ugh. Yeah. And yeah. the whole the whole match with sting it, it was good but not great but the opening yeah. of that oh that um, opening where he the, dives off the freaking tunnel yeah did as, you talk about that uh, not yet so uh as sting's team is getting announced sting gets announced and doesn't show up and of course oh my goodness where's sting what is happening because one of my favorite things is the announcers and the refs anytime something quote-unquote crazy happens it's just like oh my goodness what is happening i can't believe it i i love that but sting didn't show up for his announcement okay i guess we'll announce the other team and so they all come out and as they're descending the ramp sting dives off the tunnel and like knocks him down on the ramp before even getting to the mats it was pretty great Considering how old is he? Like mid forties? He's sixty three. Oh, he's yeah, sixty. Oh, oh Sting, my yeah, goodness! Sting's up there. Yeah, and you could tell his age is catching up to him for most of it. But dude still pulled off a dive off the tunnel into yeah. four men on an unpadded ramp. So, and we've all been there. An unpadded LED ramp. Yeah, <laughs> it was a it was a light up uh, monitor ramp. Oh, yeah, God. it was pretty cool. So and yeah, then that immediately. Was a good high point. Darby Allen comes running up and starts beating one of the guys with his skateboard. Like they, it's like they pre-planned this. Okay, when Sting gives us the signal, I run up and hit them with my skateboard. Sting dies on them. That was the signal. Let's go. And then uh, later on, one. a major highlight of the match was El Fantasmo trying to twist Sting's nipples in a painful way. <laughs> uh, one more thing, Peter. Mm. Uh, after the Orange Cassidy Will Osprey match. Um, couple of guys came out and started beating on Orange Cassidy. Who's the guy that came to save him? Katsuyori Shibata, a man who should be dead. I'm not joking. An another... He legitimately broke his skull in a match in 2018. Wow. But he came out, and you know, like, this is part of the kayfabe, but he came out and saved Orange Cassidy as a bunch of people were beating on him. But another cool moment of that is in thanks, Orange Cassidy gave him his sunglasses. And I thought that was My pretty God. awesome. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know if you were just popping in or you want to stick around a little longer, Peter, but we're basically wrapping up. No, I, I was just hoping to at least hop in at the end, do my classic interrupt uh, as I managed to arrive in City to be Determined. At uh, the current time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it Des Moines, Iowa? <laughs> yes. Nice. That's actually Mobile, Alabama. I can't leave now. Ironically, oh, no. I'm immobile. <laughs> I fucking hate that joke. <sighs> I did want to say one more thing. Oh. Palumbo. That's how unlike you. Well, as we're wrapping up, I wanted to remind everybody, if you want to participate in this episode, not this episode, in this podcast. Yes. Uh, you can call our hotline, 
Jesse, what's the phone number? One eight three three cab lozzle. It's not cab lozzle. Anyone else want to try? One eight three three um two 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 one zero. What the hell was the ten ninety one? Ten ninety one. Yeah, that's yes. the one. Yeah. So that's yeah, one eight three three two 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 one zero nine one. Yes. Cab and lozzle. we did actually one eight two two. No. Wait. We one, did eight, actually three, two, get two, two, one zero nine one one. <laughs> That's we did just the end. Get a voicemail, so uh, I want to play that at the end. Uh, so here goes. Hi, Car Bomb Cop Podcast. This is Emily's dad, and I've just got one thing to say. Outro. Three, two, one. Stick, trash bag, shatterproof glass, tailpipe tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber. Fireball.